Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. What's up, kids? CB here, another Angler's Channel Insider Podcast show brought to you tonight by our friends at Vicious Fishing. GetVicious.com through August 15th. Only for you guys, our listeners here at Angler's Channel. 25% off all in-stock Vicious 100% fluoro at GetVicious.com. That's right. Use code ACVIC25, it's ACVIC25 during checkout at GetVicious.com. All in stock, 100% fluoro in the green box. You can get it at 25% off. Fun show for you guys tonight. We're going to wrap up iCast Roundup. We've got a little um, new product showcase. We're going we're gonna to end up dubbing it the Angler's Channel August Awesomeness Awards, right? Instead of March Madness, we're going to use August Awesomeness. And we're going to let you guys pick the winners of what you think should be the new product showcase and best of show from iCast from last week. It's going to be your call, not ours. We want to know what you think. So check out more details on that. We've got, uh, like I said, our iCast roundup, according to me and David. KG's roundup from the outside looking in. We're going to talk some MLF, talk some bass, talk a few different things. Oh, and we're going to talk about some cheaters. It's all coming up on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Starts right now. Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Hooks, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome, kids. This week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, back from the depths of hell otherwise known as Orlando, Florida. I'm Chris Brown, along with social media ninja, Mr. David Jong, and, of course, Anger Channel Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. This is the iCast Goat Roping Roundup, I'm going to call it, because, I mean, David, what what do you call it? What do you want to call it? I mean, because, you know, it wasn't bad, but we were talking about our little game thing coming up here and, and the the kind of the – Angler's Channel New Product Showcase Awards, I guess we're going to call it contender, pretender, game changer, whatever. I don't, I don't care. But um, kind of talking about some of this, and it was a few areas were a little bit weak, a few things were a little different. But um, outside of you know Swindle offering to touch my wiener for a new product showcase vote, I mean the the week was kind of eh. What do you think? I, I I agree in a didn't way. Didn't even get a rise out of KG on that. Look at it. Didn't even get, didn't even get barely got a smile out of him on that. So <laughs> I know the two people involved in that. So it didn't didn't surprise <laughs> well, me. Yeah, I mean that's true. So, but uh, it was a real thing. It didn't happen because they didn't win. But he did get my vote. Just FYI. But anyway, long story short, give me your thirty thousand foot overview of iCast. What were your thoughts, feelings? You saw more of the new product stuff than I did. And so um, give me your, your thoughts and feelings on everything you saw. So this is my, was my second year going in and helping Angler's channel with stuff on this, on, you know, behind the scenes, I guess, or getting content and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. I felt like 
there's always a good amount of stuff, but I felt like it was less this year compared to last year. In a way, like even like when me and you both walked in on Wednesday morning to check out the new product showcase, I felt like even in like the lure, that little the the display they have for all like the soft and hard lures, like it wasn't as jam packed. But maybe I maybe I just wasn't paying as much attention last year. But I felt that maybe it was just a little bit less. And I don't know if it's because of supply chain and things just not coming, you know, not being well. We had ready to, look, to go for. I we guess. had to look for it. Usually, there's a massive amount of people around mm-hmm. that section of your product showcase. And for those yeah. asking, wondering what a new product showcase is, when you go on iCast, obviously it's a giant trade show, right? It's a giant convention center. They have an area roped off, walled off, whatever you want to call it, strictly for media, right? It's just media, correct? Yep. All right? Yep. Just media. And it's basically the new product showcase. And you can, as a company, I did it when I was at Striking, when I was at Rigid, as a company, you can put products up to two per category, I think, into this new product showcase area. You pay, you put your money in, you put your baits in, and it's supposed to be the newest of new, the best of the best. And we have heard tell of people winning best of show, not just category, but best of show. And if a company put in a order for X amount or a, you know, a retailer, if they win their product showcase or best of show, then that number like doubles or triples or quadruples, depending on what the product is. Right. So it really just, it's kind of a, kind of a big deal uh, to some because it's a very interesting very interesting deal the way it goes down. But for the most part, the majority of the players put their stuff in this new product showcase, but it just didn't seem as big, didn't seem as crowded, didn't seem as, I don't know, game-changing as what things have been in the past. Is that a good way to put it? You're going to use that term? No, I'm just saying it's just, dude, look. And we'll get into this, right? Best of show. Okay, look, best of well, show went to a homeless guy with a cooler with a vacuum sealer attached to it. Okay, that was best he's of not show. Homeless anymore? I bet. Huh? No, he he's ain't. not homeless. No, anymore. he's not. He's not. But you know what I'm saying is, is it was different. It it really was. And yes, we were back to pre-COVID levels. All twelve thousand of us that were part of the show, which I didn't realize that included. All the people that worked there and the exhibitors and all that. So I really want to know how many people were there, just medium buyers. But um, I don't know. It just didn't. It just didn't. I didn't walk in and go, oh, shit. That's, yeah. Sign me up, right? I didn't leave there going, okay, I got to get this, 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 and that on order. A couple things, yeah. But for the most part, did I come home, you know, redoing my budget, start saving some money to buy some stuff? Mm, Not really. So, not really, but that's just me. But David, well, you know that it's interesting to hear that from y'all because I really hadn't heard much from you in in about a you know a little over a week or wow. so. But because y'all been busy, I mean, you know it's. But I, I had to take a completely different approach to right. this because I, I wasn't going to be there. So I, I actually started early. There were some some people that put press releases out early. So I started digging as early as I could. I, I thought I thought I was going to kind of have to play catch up. 
thought I'd get overwhelmed, but I was able to kind of do it over a period of time to where I, I think I had a pretty good grasp on what was going on. Okay. But I did realize because you, you can, through ICAST, you can go online and sign up and you can do what they call map my show deal. Right. So then you can see the, the manufacturers that are exhibiting there and then you can see what products they're putting into the showcase and all that. So, you know, I'd seen some press releases before. So as soon as they, they put that out, I started going through and the manufacturers that I was most interested in started to figure out what they're putting in. I thought it doesn't really seem like a lot. I thought I'm, I'm missing something. Right. There's some, I've seen some press releases already of products that aren't being put in the showcase. Sure. So um, I was a little surprised at that. I, I don't, I, but I don't, I don't know what it is. I, maybe people just weren't wanting to put up the money to have their product in the showcase. You know, at times it seems like it's almost uh, a popularity contest. There may be some people that are just kind of, uh, let's, it's not worth, Look, it's not worth going through the trouble. Well, if you'd have been with David and I on Wednesday night eating the world's best calamari, at the Carabas in Orlando, right? Um, it was the best on Wednesday night. It was better on Thursday night. But um, if you were with us, when the email came out, when New Product Showcase winners were all like, yep, 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 yep. Are you shitting me? How did that happen, right? It's like, are you who, who bought who off in this deal? Right. And it's not the cooler guy. Y'all don't freak out. But, you know, there's some stuff that, that we saw that you're like, seriously, somebody's paying somebody. Somebody's buying, you know, they're like buying the refs. Right. Something's not right here because there's no way. Now, granted, I, now look, I mean, as a company, a lot of companies and PR firms do it the right way. They send out product ahead of time. Right. A lot of companies don't have the product ahead of time. When I was at Striking, a lot of the stuff that we brought to ICAST, we as salespeople, marketing people, it's the first time we saw it, right? I would see a sample that maybe had to be doctored in Photoshop a little for color or you know likeness to make a catalog a month ahead of the show. But we never saw a physical sample until the show. So I get that's what some people were doing. But when you get down to it, it's, you look at it and you're like, these companies that were smart, and I've got a box of Berkeley stuff here. I've got a box. I don't have any striking stuff yet. I got a new lose rod in the corner. I got a Fenwick rod in the corner. I got a Revo reel. Stuff that was sent to me. I got a couple pair of sunglasses here. Um, couple of things that were sent to me to, to play with, to try out, to mess with prior to the show. Now, I don't have that kind of time, like I wish I did, to be able to do that right now. But, um, you know, there are some stuff to mess with prior to the show to kind of help, quote unquote, win the vote, right? But, I mean, I don't know, dude. Some of this stuff just, it didn't play for me. It just, it just didn't play, in my opinion. So what did you see, KG, from the outside looking in? What what caught your eye? Anything from any other? I mean, David, let me back up real quick. If you've seen new products on the angerchannel.com website and social, David Jong worked his little ninja ass to the bone getting stuff up 
prior to the event. Plus, he went to Disney for three days. So that's, you know, it's a special place in heaven for you, dude. But then during the show, if you go back and watch our reels, watch our stories on Instagram and on Facebook, I mean, I don't know, KG. i, I tell you what I saw because I wasn't with David all day, every day there. But at night, I'd lay in the bed in our condo and I'd look at it and go, shit, I pretty much saw the show right here, right? He did a really good job. And Now, I didn't send him a laundry list of stuff to go check out like some people, KG. But, I mean, <laughs> I felt like, John and I felt like, our coverage was freaking rock stars this, this past week for ICAST. So, David, congratulations to you. Thank you for doing um, doing what you did there, bud. I mean, you – great job. Appreciate that. So, appreciate you know, it, it, it was, and ironically, um, the day that I sent my list, he had already had a good chunk of that already done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was him next to him when he got his list. You should have seen the eye roll. I mean, you probably could have seen it from Alabama, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm kidding. Well, well, I, I, at the end of it, I put, if you've made it this far, you probably hate me now. Well, he had a few choice words for you after a few of those Hawaiian vodka, Tito, whatever things were, Carabas, but yeah, it was pretty good. So, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's okay. I wouldn't take it personally. But what did, what did you notice? What was your first impression of stuff, KG, from, uh, from being on the outside looking in? Well, you know, there's certain, there's some categories that I just, that don't really, I don't, I mean, I'm not that, it really doesn't do anything for me, but obviously the, you know, Bates, Rods, Reels, you know, line, it seemed like line was, there wasn't much in line. I think a lot of the manufacturers that had new lines already done it and right. kind of way before I cast, but, um, but there were some other things that I was kind of watching because, We've got this this new deal with GSM Outdoors, mm-hmm. and uh, I've known Crispin for a long time. So, I. so I, you know, I had some some interest to see how that was going to pan out. Um, there, there are a few other people in the industry that I've known for quite a while that that you know had some new products, new things going on, some some combination of 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 manufacturers. So that that part of it was kind of. What was driving my interest? This was my so this I, was my twentieth iCast. Just back to GSM real quick. My twentieth iCast. I've never not seen Crispin Pally in a booth. I know he was there. I saw his social. Never. I went by the GSM booth about eight times. Never saw the man. Always in meetings. All right. Busy, busy guy. A lot going yeah. on there. Um, like one. Didn't see a number of people this year. I felt like David, and you tell me, but. A lot of meetings going on. A lot of folks busy, busy. You know, in the past, you had a little bit of stand around. I don't know how Friday was, but, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, jam-packed. A lot of stuff going on there. A lot of stuff happening. So, but I'm sorry, KG, continue. But, you know, there's there's several baits and stuff on there that I, I've, I'm i kind of intrigued by that I kind of want to get my hands on. Sure. And I think I'd sent you guys a message about that, you know, during during the week, but it's not. It's really not, it's kind of like you said, not any like one thing that's like a whole new category, like a eye-opening experience completely changes everything. But it's like, it's like items that I'm, it's like I've been looking for a specific type of swim bait trailer mm-hmm. for a while. I got a couple of things that I think might fit, but I, I, I see one, a new bait is coming out that I think is what I'm looking for. That's about all I would use it for. Sure. 
So there's quite a few of things like that. It's like, you know, one or two technique deals that, that I think will kind of fit a little void that I have. Sure. Okay. But it's also kind of hard to tell off, you know, off a press release or I have seen some videos and things like that. But until you really, you know, fill it and see what the size, you know, worms and stuff, it's kind of hard to, to really determine what size it really is or jig trailers, that kind of stuff. Do you get in your hand or you have, well, I'm yeah. not going to say what I want to say. We'll say that for uh, for later on in the uh, in the episode. But we'll go ahead and run through some uh, best of category stuff for you. And I, again... Would love to know some opinions from those that have seen the coverage, have seen not only Anger's channel, but others' coverage of ICAST. Um, 901-493-0437. That's the uh, X-Zone hotline brought to you by Trickstep. It's been a couple weeks, guys. I'm sorry. I'm a little rusty. Plus, I'm um, in heat exhaustion right now. But uh, best of category, novelties and wellness. Okay. And we'll get back to this in a minute, David, because – I don't have them in our game, but we got to talk about them. And that's our friends from Revital. Um, but they're part of this category. But the Garmin Quadix 7 smartwatch won it, um, which, I mean, I don't know how that's – I understand how it's novelties. I'm not sure about wellness. I know it's a fitness watch. I have one. I don't wear it. It is what it is. Uh, best of category, boating accessories, Frable Recharge Deluxe Aerator, Boats and Watercraft, the boat Rackham Gator Shell plus Apex Pedal Drive. Um, that's a hard shell deal. Um, thank God. Uh, but uh, I'm not asking for one of those. We're going to leave it at that. The Footwear AFCO Ankle Deck Boot, um, which is really nice. Uh, I would say that's really nice because our friends at Under Armour do not have one at this time. Uh, ice Fishing. Nobody cares, but it's the Garmin LiveScope Plus. Uh, best of category eyewear, the Bejo Bahio Banjo. It's it's not Costa. It's the B A I B A A J I O sunglass. It's the the Roca, right? They sent me a pair of the Vega, I believe. I think that's what it's called. Not a bad glass. I'll get more into that uh, later. Um, best of category lifestyle apparel for women. Women's women's Reaper soft shell from Apco. Um, I, I give AFCO a lot of props. They do a lot for the for the chicks in this deal, um, I, I, for sure. Lifestyle apparel for men, Coco Bordy's board shorts, and from AFCO. And I would say that only because Costa did not put their board shorts into the in the showcase, which they would have won had they did because they're killer. Uh, warm weather apparel for. Yeah, we have warm weather technical apparel, solar flex guide cooling hoodie from Sims, cold weather tech apparel, the Barracuda rain suits from AFCO, soft and hard coolers, the P88 MK combo, which from Packback, which ended up taking the best of show. Uh, best of category electronics, you guessed it, Mega Live Target Lock, which we spent a lot of time on. David filled some TV with Carl, with our mate Carl, and uh, some killer stuff there. Cutlery hand tools and pliers, the Bubba Saltwater Multiflex Filet Knife. And if you were lucky enough to get an invite to the Bubba Party, Vance says it was lit. So, but he, well, maybe he was lit. I don't remember. Um, anyway, best of category fishing accessory, the Frable Witness Way Net. Kids Tackle was the Kids Tributary Waiter from Sims. 
Tackle management, KG's pick on the frog box, the Plano edge box, which looks pretty good, KG. I'm just going to be honest. Bestie category, terminal tackle, the diesel eye jig heads, uh, custom tackle components, that's the G2 power wrapper from Mudhole. Fishing line was the spider wire Durabraid, high vis yellow, and I won't say what came out of our mouths when this popped up, KG, at dinner. It was pretty comical. Um, freshwater soft lure, the Berkeley Power Stinger, the hard lure, the slobber knocker, um, saltwater soft lure, kicker crabs from Z-Man, saltwater hot, lure, hot hard lure, I can't even pronounce anything, was the live target live shrimp, fly fishing rod was the banshee fly, freshwater rod was the legend tournament bass rod from St. Croix. Is this the machine, was that the machine gun looking rod, David? Yeah, that was. Uh, it wasn't specified, I guess, in the release, but I, I believe it was specifically that particular. It's a, it's a good swim bait rod, but it's got the uh, yeah the uh, they call it a rifle they call it a grasp a, a, a what <laughs> a grasp. I, I, that's the I got something you can grasp onto, and it's not a, not a fishing rod. Saltwater rod well, was the the interesting part of the interesting part about that is if you go online and search, apparently there's. There's somebody that used to make rods that had a very similar handle. I'm sure. And St. Croix started using that, and they claimed that that St. Croix has had some kind of a patent or some grip that they used like back in 1940 or 1950 was similar to that. They're claiming, they're trying to claim that they were actually the first ones with it. It's pretty interesting. Oh, okay. If you get into online arguments. No. I can't spell online, much less get involved with it. So, um, saltwater rod, ugly stick, carbon inshore rod, rod and reel combos, Shimano Spheros rod. Imagine that. Fly reel, fish accessory, Hardy Fortuna Regent saltwater fly reel, freshwater reel, Shimano Stella, saltwater reel, Pen Authority, um, and I think that was it for that. So, a couple of these though, well, a number of these. Not a surprise. No shocker there, right? We know how that works. Um, because at the end of the day, when you go back and you look, and uh, you look at your gold sponsors, your platinum sponsors, and your gold sponsors, you know, AFCO, Ingle, uh, St. Croix, Pure Fishing, um, you look at the numbers, look at the sponsors on here and look at some of the stuff. It's just, it, it's really interesting, you know, who always wins, who doesn't win. I don't think I've ever been to a best of category party or award show or anything in all my years of striking. If you go to other trade shows in the marine industry, they'll come up and tell you, they'll come by, like they'll call you ahead of time and say, this is the founding group, right? Like I go to, I used to go to a, uh, a boat show in Miami, and they would call and say, what do you have that's new? Well, I got this, this, and this. Okay, great. Send us press release. So we'd send it. Then they would call you back and say, okay, we want to come by at X time on this day, and I want you to talk, tell us about it, right? No new product showcase. Three, four, five judges come by, and they meet with a product specialist or a marketing guy or whoever, and they talk about the product. And then a day later, they come back around and say, hey, you might want to hang around 5 o'clock tomorrow night just saying because you might do something. Okay, great. You know, otherwise, move on. 
interesting how it's done. I don't agree or disagree with it, but um, 901-493-0437. It's hotline brought to you by Trickstat. Would love to know some thoughts and opinions on the current New Product Showcase Awards that were out. And like I said, best of show was, David, you put it up, didn't you? You put a story up on it um, on the website somewhere. I know it's on social. I saw it. Great story from the guy that won. Um, where did I see it, David? I know it's there, right? Yeah, there it is. Best, right. best of category winners. Oh, hang on. No, first time exhibitor. There it is. Maybe not. Nope, it's there. Oh, there we go. Uh, July 22nd, first time exhibitor wins best of show at ICAST. And this is Brian McKinnon, um, 38-year-old from Anchorage, Alaska. Um, didn't have a spot on the floor three weeks ago, right? And um, so he got a booth, put a product in their product showcase, and, um, yeah, I mean, really cool story. I mean, I saw the cooler on the desk. I don't know that I voted for it. I don't think there was, um, you know, an incentive there, I think, but uh, like Swindle's deal. But, no, I mean, great-looking product. I just, you know, not something I thought would have won best of show. But, again, I don't, I didn't know a story prior to, and it's a pretty, uh, pretty neat little deal. So, anyway, check that out on the website. Well, don't, don't forget, I think. I think back in 2019, a spider bait actually won best of show. So, I mean, don't don't forget, I, you know, history. I, oh, I forget history. I forget a lot of history when I think it comes it was to the, that show. The Phantom Spider. So, that, was that I mean, what it was? Okay. Well, anyway. So, well, with that, I think a quick little break. We come back. We're going to introduce a new game that we're going to break out. A new product showcase Angler's Channel version that the three of us don't pick on. You the listener, the fans, y'all pick. And with that, there will be some new products um, given away at this at, at that time. But I can't forget, David, you got to remind me here, this thing was brought to you by our friends at Vicious Fishing. And what's our deal? I got it. I think it's in my email. I got it right here. Sorry, I've been kind of in and out this week. <laughs> got it right here. Vicious 100% floral, okay? 100% floral at Get vicious.com g-e-t-v-i-c-i-o-u-s get vicious.com through august 15th you got 19 days listeners anglers channel enter the code a-c-v-i-c-25 that's a-c-vic-25 during checkout 25 percent off all in stock vicious 100 floral i've used it these guys have used it it's kick-ass stuff. If you want a great fluoro at a hell of a good price, get vicious.com, ACVIC25 during checkout. That will get you 25% off your order of vicious 100% fluorocarbon. So do that. Go ahead. I think that's the line that's in the green packaging. It if is. you're familiar with their packaging, because they color code their packaging. It is in the green packaging. It's in the green. David's put some reels and some stories and some uh, posts, uh, some TikToks, some I don't I don't know. I, I I just I don't know. Right? We go into a booth and they say, "Well, what's your social strategy?" I'm like, "Talk to him." I don't know. Right? Just talk to him. But uh, it's, it's the one doing ninja things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Swipe the leg, David. Swipe the leg. But uh, no, it's uh, it's it's all good. He he said wax on, wax off one time. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just do the social. 
Y'all hang tight. Right back with more right here. Angus Channel Insider Podcast. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you taught me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping. You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Relyon Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. And we're brought to you by our friends at Revital Outdoors. David. Yes, sir. Have you slept better since you've gotten home? Um, I'm not sure if I have slept necessarily way better, but I know that. So, and I should uh, as a as a personal post, but um, we met obviously with the revital people over at uh, ICAST, and I actually got to hang out with Darren. Um, now, I, I'm go ahead. I'll, I'll get into that later, but go ahead. So, <laughs> he, he's not wanting to wait. He's he's going to get in there. No. no, but mostly, like, so I obviously, um, I've been backlogged on sleep, and unlike CB, I need more sleep. Uh, not beauty sleep, but I just need more sleep to just operate. What and are you I've been, about? you I'm were what? working hard too. <laughs> I was like almost like t- nine, ten days, more or less, on the go. So, uh, you know, so when I got back, I needed to make sure I at least was able to hopefully. Um, catch up with some disease, which I'm still working on, but uh, it's starting to help a bit. It definitely um, kicks in a bit, I guess, when that melatonin starts to kick in. It, it you do start to feel it, and, and, and I don't have to worry about um, you know my brain running around and still not wanting to sleep. But maybe I'll have to wait for like a, a fishing type day and see how that works. No, are you that. are you taking it regularly? I mean, I know you just uh, I know you just got it, but are you taking it regularly? 
I've taken since like, so I took it, so I got back home Monday uh, and I took it Monday night and I took it yesterday night as well. And um, for the most part, I mean, I, I'm not saying it should knock me out and I should be no. knocked out for eight or nine hours, but it, 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 um, it has helped me to go sleep. I guess, you know, I don't have to worry about sitting there. And like, like I said, let my mind, if my mind's running, uh, it just help relax you. It yeah. does. It, it does. It does. For me. And, and I started can, Yeah. I started Friday night and I take a soft gel at night yeah. before I go to bed, about 30 minutes before I go to bed. And you do, you, it, it does help you fall asleep. I do sleep through the night and uh, not that I wasn't before, but I'm getting a little more restful sleep. But, um, I talked to Mark Menendez there at the show and he was telling me about his, his elbow problems. Right. And, um, so I, I've been taking one of those at night before I go to bed and then I do the gummy in the morning, uh, when I get up for the day, I, I've tried that, right. I started, tried it, started Saturday and, um, this week I had to do a little, uh, I don't know, engineering, architecture, construction work. I don't know what you want to call it, but all of the above, all of the above, but Monday I pulled a muscle in my back, my lower back. And it's kind of a, kind of in a weird spot. Um, if I'm sitting still, I'm fine. But if I go to get like out of the truck, I can't get up. I got to pull myself out, take a little time. So, I've noticed that I got off the gummies for a couple of days. I got back on those. Uh, I noticed that's helping me in the course of the day. But also, too, I've got some of their cream that they put in their product showcase. And I know, David, it smells like Ben Gay. I understand that. But let me tell you something, son. Today, feel great. Feel really, really good. But I have noticed a change in my sleep. I do sleep better, a little more sound. And um, I'm not waking up every, you know, two hours or three hours, whatever it is, I am mm-hmm. getting sleep. But when I wake up in the morning, I'm refreshed. I feel good. Um, I'm ready to go for the day. So uh, that's good. But that's revitaloutdoors.com. Check them out. And um, they are a THC-free CBD company out of Jacksonville. And um, just uh, some great guys, good company, good products. Uh, check them out. It's a really cool deal. All right. So – before I get back into ICAST, you know, David, I'm a member of the A-list, okay? I am OG A-list, okay? Let's just get yes, this are. straight. No, let, no, no, are. Shh, listen. Are you, are you listen. sure you're still in there? <laughs> listen, no, I am, I am. I used it this week. I am OG A-list, right, right? I pay my money to Southwest. I get that A1 through 30 boarding deal all the time. I'm, I'm A-list, right? But damn it, son, I am not on your A-list. What in the hell, right? What in the world? Because some of us, right, we go through the emotions of ICAST and we go to these events and we're like, great, good show, good to see you guys. None of us, not KG and I, get the invite to get on the bus, the A-list bus, to go to Bienville for the weekend. None of us do, except for you. What in the world? How has this happened? And then I get these texts. Don't know what I've made it yet. I'm not sure. I'm not the CV level. Screw that, dude. Shit. You've got the A-list. I don't get those invites anymore. You do. And I'm just going to – listen, I'm going to back up for it because KG wasn't there. He doesn't know. But the number of people that I ran into at the show that don't work for us, right, because there's only you and me and John there, but the number of people I ran into that go, yo, and David Jong's the deal, just FYI. I'm fully expecting for a a letter from you resigning from this job at some point, you know, because you've got a job offer to go travel the world as an A-list. I don't know, 
But, dude, I'm just telling you, a lot of folks think very highly of you in this industry. So just um, I give you crap about it, but tell me about Bienville. It's not plantation anymore, is it? What is it? It's Bienville Outdoors. Okay. All right. So same thing. What just I, I don't know the, the whole history, but I'm assuming it's probably some not PC, but, you know, negative connotation with the word plantation, maybe something like that. So rebranding, you know, something like that. New ownership. So I think I, think, I forget when the new owner took over, but it may have coincided with the whole name change rebrand. This is the last couple of years, like two, three years. So sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. All right. Good time. A lot of fun. I saw uh, I saw the list of folks that were there. Pretty <laughs> impressive. Yeah, that's a big. I told Ken, uh, so I got invited by a Mr. Ken Duke. I I kind of didn't know who to go, who was all going. So the only person I really knew was in our group was you because I had to make sure that you were okay with me going. That wasn't up to. to I wasn't. Some, uh, I wasn't part of this group. It was just all you. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that email or that phone call one time. KG just says, "Hey, I got invited to a deal after I cast. Is it okay if I go?" Sure, where is it? Bienville. What? Really? Okay. I've been there once in my life. I had to pay to go there. All right? And here you are. I just got invited. I'm going to go. Ken Duke invited me. You know you know who Ken Duke is, right? Yeah, I know who Ken Duke is. I knew Ken Duke was, Ken was just a Duke. I don't know. I knew Ken a long, I know Ken a long time. But wow. That's, impre- that's impressive, dude. You had a good time? We didn't see any yeah. fish picks. You know? I did, I did see Brian the Carpenter's seven-pounder. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean... Well, Are you scared uh, of fish? Can you not hold a fish? What's the deal? What is it? Uh, I think the story of the week again. You know, it's it's middle of July. It's Don't care. And, it's painful. Uh, yeah, you know, it wasn't bad, but like, I mean, again, maybe it's because I'm from Wisconsin and I don't know how the heck. If, I can say, if you're not from Florida, you can't catch fish in Florida, right? So, um, it was a tough day, but uh, I, 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 me, was it Sunday eve afternoon evening? Uh, me, I actually got to go up with uh Brian the Carpenter from Ike Live Bass U, and I don't know if you guys know who this guy. Is. I'm assuming you may know, but uh, Terry Batisti. Batista, uh, yeah. He's a he's a he he's a, in charge of bass fishing archives. So he kind of he's maybe like the closest guy, if not Ken Duke's equivalent, when it comes to that type of like history and knowledge of the different. Like I like it was just very interesting because I rolled up with them as well. But we had a I guess you could say especially for Bienville a uh, an epic. For that, for what everyone else is having, like we have about thirty plus fish amongst the three of us, and uh, yeah, we sat through the rain, <laughs> the, the typical afternoon two hour rainstorms that Poor come guy. through. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, that was. The, that, I mean, I didn't catch anything big. My biggest fish came on the first day, which was Saturday, and again, surprise, a guy from Wisconsin, uh, I caught a four, maybe a, little, a four pounder on a jerk bait. <laughs> KG, ask me how many four pounders I've caught this year. You don't go fishing anymore. The better question may be how many times have you actually gone fishing this year? Uh, twice. And I was shore banging one of them, one of those times, I think, David. So that can go back into one of your terms there, shore banging. But, so. but, but look, David, it's not always about the big fish. It's the fact that you've just completed ICAST and you're hanging out with the A-list, A-list group. <laughs> fancy dinners and you're just chilling at the lake 
with a small group of people, really. Yeah. In the scheme of things, that's really was. Yeah. I mean, come on. Does it really matter if you didn't catch a seven pounder like BTC? I mean, you call no. what you say thirty fish amongst the three of you. I mean, that's, that's still a pretty good day, right? It's impressive, dude. It's yeah. impressive. It really is. It really is. That's that's great. The uh, bad that, way to unwind for my cast. Was that frog legs? I saw. Did you eat frog legs? Yeah, that was. I don't know the first. Maybe it's my second time ever having frog legs, and it's been quite the time gap of having frog legs. I even I can't remember what they were or how they tasted like. And tastes like chicken. Was, I was gonna say tastes like chicken right there. There it is. That one did. It, they I mean they had it all breaded up and everything. So it. it I mean, if I close my eyes and if they would have shaped it like how, you know, they do chicken nuggets or whatever to make it look like uh, a drumstick, I probably could have said, oh, maybe it looked like a, uh, uh, a uh, you know, a malnourished chicken leg. So. What's the what's the old movie, KG? The old uh, the old Chevy Chase movie where he moves, leaves the big city and moves out to the um, the country. Have I saw you, that movie the other day, not too long after. You know what I'm is. talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? So that's the one John Candy's in? Maybe. I don't remember. But he moves out to the country, right? I want to, he's I want a to, writer. He's a writer. I want to, yeah, he's writing a book or something, right? Um, yeah. Let's see. Let me, at least if I can't look it up. And he goes into, goes into some deal. Um, hang on. I have, to look it, I have to look it up. But goes into a deal, and he's eating what? Bull balls or something or goat balls? What was it? It was something. Oh, was it uh, Rocky, Moine, Rocky Mountain oysters? Right? I don't think it was Rocky. I mean, Mountain they're they're oysters. they're is it buffalo testicles? I think that's what they are. Maybe uh, Funny Farm. That's what it was. Is that right? That sound right? Funny Farm. That sound about right. Asking me about movies is not a good choice. <laughs> no, probably not. But it, I think it's Funny Farm, and, uh, and yeah, and he had to eat. Uh, he moved to a small New England town. It's a sports writer. And, um, yeah, so he goes in, he was eating something and said, man, these are great. What are they? And they're like, oh, they're bull balls or something. I forget they were. But anyways, that kind of reminds me. I think about that every time I see the, uh, the, uh, the frog leg deal. So anyway, sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to get off on that, but no, dude, I mean, great work. You did a great job out there. Proud of you and, uh, appreciate all your help and all you did. So, um, this is not a, you know, harp on David deal, but it is, uh, you know, you, you did, you are part of that A-list group. And I just get A-list from Southwest. Yeah. That's all I get. So, well, but, I, I mean, I, I know what he did cause I, I saw it and I know what it takes to do what he did. It's not an easy task by yourself. No. I'm, I think you helped him with some of it, but he did a lot of that on his own. So. No, he did it all. He did it all on his own. I, I shared a few things, but he did everything else on his own. And um, he would ask me about this or that, and I would say, okay, yeah, and he'd do this or do that. And just, um, yeah, I mean, dude, just killed it. Absolutely killed it. So, But um, but with that, we're going to put together – we talked about this in an earlier segment, our, the new product showcase for my cast. And I'm not saying it's political. I'm, I'm not saying that, it, you know, what it is or what it isn't. But one thing it is and is it's not voted on you people, the fans, right? The people that use the products, the fans of the companies, it's not voted on by you. So I had this idea, and I don't know that anybody's agreed it's a good idea, but they've everybody's agreed that, okay, we'll, we'll try it. But basically, we're going to go through categories. And starting on Friday of this week, the 29th, we're going to have on the website Basically, the Angler's Channel New Product Showcase, and this is going to be a bracket-style format. So what I mean by that is, for example, uh, we'll go to eyewear, 
right? So in eyewear, these are items that the three of us have picked and um, some that were ICAST, some that were not at ICAST, some that may have won a category, some that may not have won a category. But basically, we just want to know what your thoughts are and what you would vote for. So in eyewear, let's say we've got the Costa Jose Pro, which we also got the Fenor North Drop, the Bahio Roca, and the Bahio Vega. Those were four picks from us. There could be more than these four. It could be just these four. But basically what we're going to do is, is we're going to have the Costa Jose Pro. It's going to go up against the Bahio Roca. So rather than vote for one of the four, you're going to vote on the two, right? Those two are going to go head-to-head. Whoever wins most votes for that pairing will move on to face the winner of the Fenor Northrop or the Bahio Vega, right? Whoever wins between those two. So we're going to do our own little, what do you call it, KG? August Madness or August August Awesomeness is what we should call it. August Awesomeness, (laughs) literally, put on my butt. But we're going to do that, and then you can vote. You can basically pick other, pick one of the two that you like, and then it'll go head-to-head the next week with the other winner in that bracket, and then we'll have our eyewear category winner, right? We'll do the same for electronics, tools, accessories, watercraft, boating accessories, uh, coolers, and more. We'll do that on down the list, so... You'll pull out the website on Friday morning. There will be a list. You vote for each one of these. And then we'll let it run through Monday night. On Tuesday, we'll calculate the votes. We'll create the second round. And you guys vote on that. We're going to work our way all the way down to what you guys think. You, the listener, the viewer, the the angler, the follower, what you guys think is going to be or should be the new product, Best of Show. The August Awesomeness Angler's Channel is AAA, what it's called. Angler's Channel Awesome August Awesomeness. Angler's Channel August Awesomeness. And we're going to pick who you guys think is going to be the, should be the new product showcase winner for this year, right? How does that sound to you guys? Y'all good with that? This is yes, this is yep. no. Yeah, okay, this is good. All right, so so, so you, you'll have, just like they do, you'll have a winner of each category, and then each category goes head-to-head against everybody else, head to and head. then we have best of. So, for example, we got Watercraft, right? Okay, so Watercraft, we've got the Hobie Mirage, the Jackson Kayak Nar. We'll add a couple more into there. So let's say we've got the Watercraft winner, right? Just for example, let's say the Hobie wins out in the Watercraft bracket. Well, that would go against the boating accessory, which right now we've got the Bass Boat Saver Black Label Serenity Boat Detailer, the Big Brig Bass in 360 Sonar Quick Mount, the Firefly Diamond Series Stern Light, and the Angler boat, boat Alarm Systems. The winner out of that group will go head-to-head with the Watercraft and say, okay, which one of these two are you intrigued by? Which one do you like? Which one do you want to see win New Park Showcase, right? Or the August Angler's Channel August Awesomeness Award, right? And then um, I, I wear – A's. Four A's. Huh? That's four A's. Four A's. They said a war. Oh, okay. Four A's. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, this is getting complicated now. It's really, this was meant to be a really fun thing, and now it's getting really like, should I not got to work, right? But I mean, in, but some some categories, like apparel, right? We got a lot of apparel in this list, right? So we may put five or six 
items in this category. And we'll work that bracket down a little bit, right? Coolers could have a lot, could have a few. Electronics, right now is only two. Um, tools and accessories, we could have a few. We got tackle management, which by the way, I saw your Lakewood spinnerbait box. That's badass. Just going to be honest with you. I'm pretty impressed. Um, we got tools. I got to buy some more spinnerbaits. Tools and accessories, tackle management, <laughs> terminal tackle, line, soft bait, hard bait, rod, reel, and combo. And the reason why I put combo down there, because high school, college kids getting started out, looking for something cheap, effective, and good. You got the Lose Mach 2 combo. You got a Daiwa Tattoo combo. American Tackle uh, Youth Fishing Rod combo. We got several things in here. So we narrowed the categories down a little bit. We've combined a few. But the premise is still the same. We But, but we want to hear from you, the anglers, the listeners, the followers, the readers, the website. And we want to know what your deal is. And then we'll go into those winners and we'll pull some stuff. I've got some stuff here that we'll give away, but we will do a big grand pot. We'll, we'll pick a winner each week, maybe from each category. Well, no, we'll pick a winner. We'll see. And we'll do some giveaways. This isn't just for our own good. We're going to do some giveaways. We're going to do a few things. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a good time doing it. But you got to get involved. You can't play if you don't win, right, KG? Or you can't win if you don't play. That's what I said. You can't win if you don't play. Isn't that what I said? What I say? You can't play if you don't win. You can't win if you don't play. I don't know what I said. I'm lost. So it's it's, it's hot now, Alabama. So, but we understand. <laughs> it, but I mean, you look through this list though, right here, guys. Is there anything that stands out to you? I mean, one item that's not on here that I had to add on there because our buddy Burl sent me a text today, and he says, "Tell me about the Z-Man Hellraiser." Now, we had some pretty colorful conversations at dinner on Thursday night. The big things to striking and loose. Sat at a table with some guys from Wired to Fish, with uh, Matt Pangrak from BTL. And Panger's going to be on this show. We've, we've confirmed it, right, David? Panger's going to be on the show. We're going to go into a whole Bass Opens breakdown. After he does BTL and does his show, then he's going to come on our show and do it. So stay tuned for that. We're going to have our, our own deal. I've not forgotten about the Opens, but let me tell you something. That's not the low-hanging fruit right now, boys and girls, okay? Am I happy about it? Shit, no. Do I care? Yes. Am I anti-bass? No. Am I pro-bass? No. Am I pro-MLF? No. Am I anti-MLF? Eh, depends on who you ask. But, I mean, there's some stuff going down right now in the bass fishing world that is probably going to take another episode to, to figure out. But right now, it's all about this goat roping thing we call ICAST that we're, that we're focused on. So, But we'll get more into that in just a little bit. But a lot going on. So this is going live on Friday morning, July 29th. Stay on the lookout for that. Um, Hellraiser, KG, first thoughts. This is for Burl. Okay, this so is this, just for Burl. If you're not right. Burl, just stop listening. This is just for Burl. Okay. This, this this is one that I saw some early some early information on, but it was it was half information. It wasn't much much detail. And kind of as time went on, I saw more and more. Saw some real short clip of it actually in the water, just enough mm-hmm. to tease you kind of deal. I've seen it, so I, I've paid attention to it. The, the name is catchy. It gets a lot of attention because of the name. Um, have you seen it? I didn't I, see it in I person. Have, I have seen it, not in person. I've seen videos of it. I've seen pictures of it. 
there there's a few things that kind of concern me without actually having it in my hand and working it in the water. I I might change my mind if I was actually using it in the water, but right now, um, tell me it's what not it's not something I'm running out to the store to it's buy. It's not on your sports and warehouse list, is it? There is a lot of other stuff that's way ahead of it. What What do you like about it? I'll I'll be broke. I'll be broke before I get there. Well, we're all gonna be broke. But the uh, what do you like about it? Not like about it. Um, I I think because the way it's made and the shape that it's gonna be, I think it's one of those lures that if you do get a bite on it you might have a hard time getting it in the boat. Okay. All right. David, your thoughts? I'm not as big into the top water. I love top water, but the way how I saw in the video that they had for it, because uh, we, we joked about it too. Like, we didn't know which way it we was didn't. actually. We had to watch the video. Tied. We had to watch the video to figure <laughs> out even which way you tied it, which way it went. But apparently, when it falls, it kind of like falls back. But I mean, you got to be on the stick, to reel that thing in pretty quick, you know, get to get it going. If I, if that's what I understood, so. Yeah. But I, I've yeah. seen, I've not so, seen anything uh, more than what you guys have. So. No. But, but uh, no, like I, I, I thought it was quite odd that you know for Z, it's a Z-Man bait that they actually. I mean, I, I kind of understand it in a way too, but um, you know, that they went with the. I guess what it was a what, what was used for the rage the strike king rage blade that particular blade combination which was what they're the for lack of a better way of describing strike king's way of working around that uh, chatter blade chatter bait blade style combination and the whole royalty deal with that but um, yeah I don't know like oh no every I, everybody pays everybody pays to use that deal <laughs> some way somehow. <laughs> everybody's everybody's paying money, you know, to, to use that deal. And um, even uh, even these guys here, this is I've got the the Berkeley slobber knocker in my hand. Uh, they did send me a couple and um, neat little deal. I mean, it's got some little flashes of glitter in here that I'm not real hundred percent sure about, but uh, looks like <laughs> looks like my eyebrows sometimes, according to my wife, they kind of stick out there, but. I mean, it's it's got a neat, you know, it's got a neat head to it. Um, hell, I throw up for a swim jig, KG, just you know, outside of the blade, just the way it sits there and looks. But um, kind of a kind of a neat little deal. And you know, I did get striking. Did send me a couple of their tungsten um, thunder crickets, thunder chickens, whatever they're called. Um, they're thunder thunder crickets. And I mean, it it you know outside. You, you, know, you just wish it was chicken. I do. It had been if I was marketing it, it had been chicken. Just gonna be honest with you. So I think it actually started out as chicken, but um, tungsten got a neat little action to it. I, I, you know, personally, I like the way the you know the the striking one, the blade on it, the way it's hooked and all that. But I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna check it out and see what it, what it does. But um, some neat stuff. Well, the 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 slobber knocker. Uh, to be honest with you, that that actually. It looks like they got that idea from KJ Queen. Yep. KJ Queen has been uh, marketing a blade that you can actually attach to any jig as long as the eyes turn the correct way. But it's kind of similar in how they attach. Okay. You got a bar that slides slides out. You slide it through the line tie, and then it kind of it, it kind of hooks and holds itself. 
Okay. That's kind of what they've done there, except they've just gone through the actual lead head of the bait instead of a line tie. Right, right. No, they have, and it's got a little roll pin in there that um, looks like it's, you know, it, the way it's connected, and um, yes. it, it is a it, it is a neat little little deal. It, it does have a lot of play in it. I don't know how it throws. I don't know how it how it reacts. They had some. I didn't run into the little pool there, David. But did you throw these this weekend? I know Bailey was with you this weekend. Did you throw some of these this weekend? Yeah. Yo, I got I got one to play with from Bailey, which I don't know. I can't say that he uh, got them, uh, got permission to take them or not. But but uh, it does have a slightly different vibration, which uh, you know, like all of them do. Uh, definitely, uh, I'm assuming the noise is going to be slightly different as well. But I, it does I've have heard a, that. I've heard it's more of a knocking noise. It's a, it's a different. It is a different sound from what yeah. I've heard. But, but yeah, the the way the the feedback, I guess, with the the, the thumping of the blade, I don't think it's as I don't think it's as hard thumping compared to like a, a jackhammer. I know that when I throw a jackhammer compared to a thunder cricket, the thunder cricket to me doesn't have as hard of a thump. I'm assuming part of that that has to do with the swivel part where it rotates on the head or swivels on the head. Um, so again, it's it's uh, compared to some of the other uh, bladed jigs or vibrating jigs that are out there. Uh, the slobberknocker has, I think, a slightly less. Uh, less vibration or less pullback or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. Well, it's, um, you know, I, I'm, 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 the, I'm looking forward to throwing it to see what it does. So The thing about bladed jigs is there's so many different versions of them. There's so many di- people that are throwing them now that sometimes being a little different might could help you in a certain situation. So there, there, there could be times that any of these versions could be a benefit. Yep. It, it could just depend on the other factors right fishing pressure conditions things like that no agreed agreed you know we saw this i actually filmed a show with striking years and years ago when i was there when the silent crankbaits came out right and mark rose and i did a summertime show on pickwick catching them uh deep um and i assume we can talk about it did they have a tournament there next year i don't know i don't want i don't want to be off limits and not say something like i shouldn't but it's public knowledge so who cares uh sorry i didn't mean to say it like i did i did but anyway, filmed the show there, caught them on a 6XD, and I mean, had a school fired up. And it was every other cast for a good 5 or 10, maybe 15 minutes. And then it slowed down, like really slowed down. But that was back when side imaging was a thing. And you could you could tell there was still fish there. I mean, they'd hit the bait but not take it. You'd run it through and hit them. They just weren't eating it. And so, like they had been, so literally dropped that rod and picked up a silent 6XD, made that cast, and dude, it was back on. Every cast, right? And then when that'd go cold, you'd throw the the, 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 the rattling one again until every fish had a hole in its head on that spot. They, they bit, right? And that shows you that, I mean, different thump, they can, different They can action. get accustomed to things that are going on around them. They can Really, really quick. Just like, you know, worms, Cinco's, all that stuff. What's the new deal from um what's the new one from uh from from Cinco, the the Slinko? Dude, you made that comment, right? And it's like with the Ned rig, <laughs> with, with the uh, XO Ned deal. Only thing they didn't talk about was Carolina rigging that mother. You think I'm not gonna Carolina rig that sucker? That's what I yeah. look for in the soft bait stuff, right? Find yeah, me something yeah. I can Carolina rig. 
right? Yeah, I'm going to throw it. You, you would like to put that on your on the end of your... Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I got a hotline. I'm on that A-list, Kate, or David. I'm going I'm to find somebody to get me some. <laughs> Trust me. I'm... <laughs> I'm on the sports and warehouse A list, right? When it comes out, by God, I can it's in my, it's in my cart, right? I'm gonna push that button when it when it's ready to go. But no, I'm just saying there's you know different things, different strokes, different folks, but it's good to have a variety, you know, and have that stuff in there. So, but you look through here, of course, apparel. We talked about several of those coolers. We'll add some stuff into that. Um, you know, tools and accessories. I've got one here that's not in this deal. Of course, you got bait fuel in yours, KG. And, you know, somebody, well, well I got to ask, me. I got to ask this question because, David, were you in the meeting with, with their head of marketing when we were talking about bait fuel or was this, it was another pro maybe? I forget who it was. Bait fuel came up and it's like, is bait fuel helping these guys or are they just really freaking good anglers, right? W which is it? I mean, just curious. Is it making average angler better? Or are these just guys just that good that I mean, you look at their pro staff, Brian New, Brian Thrift, the guys that are on that deal. Is it that? I mean, is it is it helping those guys catch more fish? Or are they just really good at what they're doing? Just curious. To protect my ego, uh, um, because I've I've used Max Scent in whatever and I said see anglers. <laughs> you still go with that. I've never because I when I the one time I used Max Scent and I've only played just a bit here with um, what was it bait fuel by I haven't done enough with it to really see if the, there's strong benefit. But the one time I went smallmouth fishing with Max sent uh, some stuff like that just to see if it was worth the wait. Uh, I mean, worth all the hype. And I think I caught one fish on it. And I'm like, all right, all that. So like I said to protect my ego, I'm going to say it's the English. It's not necessarily the bait, but okay. who, what do I know? <laughs> but it never hurts to have it though, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So bait fuels in that list. You got some shears. We did add the premium CBD sports cream into that list as well. Um, it's that's more of a health well, I was, thing. But I was working with the categories you gave us. No, no, that's fine. Sure. That's fine. I wasn't real sure where to put that one, but I didn't want to leave it off. Well, no, no, that deserves that's, to be in there. That's a good spot for it. And and another another one to add to that here. I'm trying to get it open if I can. I saw this. I thought, man, that looks really cool. I can't wait to see that at the show. And then our buddy Bailey from Gunpowder sent me one, and that is the Ugly Stick Scale. Curious know a little more about this. Play with this a little bit. So um, the Ugly Stick Scale that will put on a 150-pound digital scale. It makes you feel like I'm at MLF, right? It's got the handles on it, and you're like, oh, let's see. It's going to be one pound, 12 ounces. Sorry, it doesn't score. So, but, um, no, just got some, got some, you know, some, some other tools that are going there, some things that I think will be cool. So yeah, kind of a neat little deal. Even got a little, uh, instant batteries and a little nipple clipper deal here as well. So you can clip it on. I'm really getting into the, uh, <laughs> what, what are you, what is, no, what, what's the matter? I, I, well, the first thing that comes up when you see that was a nipple clipper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's been a long, it's been a long week. All right, it's been a yeah. long week. So, I didn't, I, I didn't get the iCast COVID, but a lot of guys did. I didn't get the iCast, but I feel like I did sometimes. So, but, uh, but no, some cool stuff there. A lot of cool stuff. So, we're gonna play that game starting Friday, right? Let's start the game on Friday, and uh, that'll be out. So make sure you sign up, make sure you play, and um, let's get that, uh, get that ball rolling. I cannot wait to see you guys pick as the Anglers Channel. August 
Awesomeness New Product Award. That worked, David. You good with that? Works for me. Okay. All right. As long as it doesn't change next week. It might. It might. You never know. I'm going I'm I'm to write gonna it down. Have to, Anger he's going to have to listen to this again to be able to remember it later. August. <laughs> I'm writing it down. August Awesomeness Award. Okay. Yeah, I got it right there. It's it kind of it scribbled this down. Okay, we're good. All right. So take a quick little break. We come back. We'll uh, talk about a few other things going on in the industry. Wrap the sucker up and get you guys back out. Well, hopefully you're in the air conditioning now. Get you back out in the heat and on the water right here. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I feel like IsoChill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue and a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, IsoChill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. And brought to you by our friend at Sportsman's Warehouse, sportsmans.com. Find out all the all these new products we talked about and more online, sportsmans.com, or in your local Sportsman's Warehouse store. All right, David. I cast recap real quick. What you got left? No, I was going to say, so, like, you, we, got, we just got done talking about, like, our uh, little uh, – so now I, I can't remember Say all the English channel, August awesomeness. So there you go. awesomeness. There you go. You put it out there. It's in the universe now. <laughs> all right. There you go. Good deal. All right. So, so I saw, was it the other day? I think it was in the, I was in the airport or something. So man, I saw it come across uh, Dave Mercer's post as uh, one of his social posts, but even trying to do research. Cause you think that for me being at ICAST that I saw everything and got whatever, but there's only so much time in a day and I miss a lot of stuff that I wanted to go back to and hopefully got get coverage for. But um, my question, I don't, know if, I don't know if our viewers want to chime in is that like, I don't know if like, cause going back to Mercer's post, I guess some people were saying that there wasn't as much coverage uh, or people, you know, whether I, I don't know if it's from other media that. sources. I saw that post. Yeah. Yeah. And even again, like one of the things I used to always do before I kind of got um, uh, uh, hooked up with you guys here, but you know, I used to always look forward to the Tech Warehouse videos. And so, as like as 
part of my research to try to figure out what I missed that I didn't get a chance to see or circle background at uh, ICAST. I was like, I hopped on their website. I'm like, this is Normally, there was like hundreds of videos, and I felt like it was a very thin selection. So my question, I don't know if, if you guys or our viewers have anything that, that they want to chime in. It was coverage. Was there, were they, did they, you know, did they get what they were looking for when it came to ICAST coverage, or was it lacking this year? Because I, I, I don't know if people felt like what well, we did this, it was lacking as well. But yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. I'd love to know. 901-493-0437. That's the X-Zone hotline brought to you by Trickstep. I'd love to know, are you disappointed in what you saw? Do you wish you saw more? Did you see just enough? What, uh, you know, what was it? What, how do you feel about what you did or didn't see? When it, I know I reached out to a few folks to get their opinions on what they wanted to see and uh, how they wanted to see it. But, um, yeah, just curious. As to, uh, that's, a, that's a great point, David. Great point. As to what that is. So, KG, final thoughts on ICAST before we move on? Um, no, I'm just curious when some of this stuff is actually going to be available. I mean, I, I've I've got a list of things that I would like to try and can't try them until uh, I can get my hands on them. Well, you so. know, what's funny is, is we, heard, we heard date ranges from anywhere from next week to February. So... If you're hell-bent and set on a handful of products, obviously check sportsmans.com. Email or message the company themselves directly on social or email email their customer service people and just find out when, they're, when they plan to launch it and then, um, you know, go from there. But uh, a lot of the stuff, I wouldn't be surprised to not see it hit shelves until either right before Christmas or right before the Classic. In March, I hate to say that. That's just kind of the way the world works right now, and the way we live in it. But um, a lot of a uh, lot of interesting stuff, and uh, interesting to see. Before we go any further, I do want to say this before I forget about. It. I'm not going to forget about it, but before I don't say it on the show. But um, I've made this comment a few times, and I've told this story a few times to people when it comes to pro staff and things I used to do, and people that we used to you know used to do it with, and. Um, you know, when I was at Striking, I was director of marketing, and of course, that's a that's a real lonely job a lot of times because you're by yourself. We didn't have a, a big team at the time like they do now. Um, kind of like what David does here. You know, for us, he's by himself doing a lot of shit. But um, at the, at that time, you know, uh, we did rider junkets and like that, like David went to this weekend. And um, I had a handful of riders that we spent a lot of time working with, and. Uh, not a handful, more than a handful, but um, one of those guys was an old retired lawyer out of Ohio, and his name was Ed Harp. And, um, uh, you know, Ed was one of those guys that if you saw him, if he walked up to you at an, on the street, you would think, yeah, this dude's not going to be into fishing. This, are you sitting next to him on an airplane? Bass fishing is not the conversation that's going to occur, right? He has ghostwritten more blogs for more elite series anglers than you can even count. Probably guys you've never heard of he wrote blogs for. I uh, wrote a ton of stuff for Bass, wrote a ton of stuff for a number of different people, a number of different places and, and things. I saw him back at the Classic, and it just it took me back because just such, such a killer dude. 
And um, I'll never forget at the Greenville Classic one year, this has been a long time ago, uh, we were looking to hire a pro. I was talking to a pro and looking to hire a pro. I just didn't have a good feeling about it. I just, it just it didn't sit right with me at the time. But everybody was high on them. They're like, hey, let's do this, do that. And um, I ran into Ed in the press room and I said, Ed, shoot me straight, which you always did as a lawyer, right? I said, I'm thinking about hiring. I, said, I didn't even tell him. I said, tell me about so and so, right? Then tell him why and then what for. Tell me about so and so. And dude, he spun around, looked me dead in the eye, and got, he would joke a lot, but he was very serious. He said, I'll never work with him unless I absolutely have to. And I said, really? This was an up and comer, going to be a quote unquote superstar in this sport. I said, why not? He says, he will not call me back. I said, what? He said, I'll call, leave him a voicemail. He'll never call me back. He said, now I'm nobody, right? But I'm trying to make the guy famous. That's all I'm trying to do. Trying to put him in print, which at that time was a big deal. And um, those were guys that we leaned on to tell us the truth, to tell us what, you know, some thoughts and opinions. I mean, had he said, you know, oh, man, great dude. Answers my calls. We talked. Then he probably this guy probably would have been a striking guy, right? But because of that one conversation, I didn't hire the guy. That's all I had to. That's all I had to hear. I, I, that's all I need to know, right? And walked away from it. Ed passed away this week, and uh, at his home in Ohio, and uh, loved his wife, loved his kids, and just a uh, just a great dude. And I saw that this morning, and I just I was floored. I mean, just floored by that. But, um, Ed, we're thinking of you. Uh, we know you're up there writing something for God's holy paper right now. I'm sure you're doing something. But, um, dude, he's going to be going to be missed. He, he hasn't written much lately in the bass fishing world, obviously, but I saw him at the Classic and uh, was just, uh, just a great dude. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in a Hall of Fame here soon because he wrote a lot of stuff for bass, a lot of stuff for ESPN, been around a long time, and it's just one of those dudes that, no matter what I did or where I went, never forgot my name, never forgot who I was, what we did, and just one of those, just one of those cool dudes. So, Ed, thinking about your buddy, thinking about your family, and um, rest in peace, brother. So, all right, Daniel, we missed a lot while we were gone off this show the last couple of weeks. NPFL announced their schedule. I know you're excited about that. Um, announced it so fast, don't even have a full schedule out just yet, right? They've only got a few, like, like Amistad, which would be cool. Um, as everybody comes back alive, Wright, Patman, Santee, Saginaw Bay again, Eufaula, Oklahoma, and stop number six, TBD. Never been there, couldn't find it on our map, but apparently it's uh, it's there. So, but no, so big announcements there. We're talking to them about a few other things as well with English Channel, but um, seems like that ship may be righted for for the most part. KG thoughts. It's time will tell. They're still having tournaments, still have anglers. Anglers are fishing. They're giving away money. Yep, they are. Big Bass Tour announces their 2023 schedule. Uh, February 10th, February on Harris Chain, March on Conroe, Clarks Hill, and Norman. Um, you follow Alabama in April. My dog is going into a sneezing fit. Uh, Table Rock in April, Lake Murray in April, Smith Mountain Lake in May, and Chickamauga. In May, KG, late May, May 19th. September on Smith Mountain Lake, 
Douglas Lake in October and Guntersville in October, but they're also working to add possibly the Delta in fall of 2023 out in California and St. Clair in the summer of 2023. The St. Clair event could be pretty stupid. That'd be interesting. I would be. It would be. Might make a little ride for that. That could be kind of fun. So we'll have to see. But uh, a lot that's going on. Registration will open December the 1st at BigBassTour.com. So be on the lookout for that. That'll be a uh, that'll be a good time. All right. Uh, we got, let's see what else is going on. We've got some. <sighs> There's a couple deals that we need to get into at some point. I don't know if tonight's the night because it may take a bigger show to do this. I need y'all's opinion right now, the two of y'all. Got to talk about the Opens. We got to talk about this team series draft. I want who and you want who and, you know, who's the last – because all I saw last week was who's the last two guys – or last guy, last – whatever they are, the last guy standing, right? <laughs> we got to talk about that. Um, and we got to talk about this – um, do we say his name? I mean, everybody knows by now, right? This whole rules infraction, getting information, yada, yada, yada bullshit with Sprague and MLF. And how long have they known? I was on Zach Burgess' um, uh, Facebook deal uh, earlier today. And I saw where he's like, I've got, my, I've got my own thoughts and opinions on it. And um, I said, dude, you want to come on 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 and talk? You're you're welcome to join the show. And he liked the he liked the comment, but never replied. So never said, yep. At least I'm going back and looking. But uh, he never never said, yep. I'm um, I'm there. But uh, I you know that might be a bigger show. KG thoughts? Um. Well, yes and no. Okay. You. you the, the the problem with putting things off is it's kind of it the away. further you go, sometimes it's it's it just seems to be less important. All right, so what's kind of pop? Which up, of these topics do this, you want to talk is, about tonight? This is a pretty big deal, though. It is. It is. So of those three, we've got time for one more topic. Of those three, what do you two want to talk about real quick? The rest we'll bring up on Tuesday show. David, what Good. I wasn't I the most the, controversial I, one. I think the opens can wait for sure. Yeah, so that's all I was gonna say. Okay, opens can wait. I think the the general entire team series draft results can wait. So I'm not sure that's worth a whole lot of time anyway. It's to be not, honest with you, it's not. There's only a few things that are interesting about that. But I got the invite to that the day of, and I didn't go because I was busy. Obviously, I was trying to make a living. You went, David. David always goes to those things because they got free food. <laughs> and and charity was there, so he all. I, I, I didn't eat. I didn't eat. <laughs> he he was saving up. All right, that's right. That was the other guy. The other guy last year that went and, and ate and drank everything. I remember that. Yeah, that's right. It's always doing happy hour, and it's. But I will tell you this: that little dude right there can score some free beer cups. I can promise you that. He he came home every night with a, with a bunch of beer cups. So anyway, but all right. So let's jump into this in this rules infraction or violation, right? Y'all tell me what you know, because I there was 37 text messages on my phone this morning at 4.30 when I got up and, and left the house. I tried to go through them. Y'all tell me what you know and, what's, and what had happened, please. KG? Well, the first time I saw anything of it, it, it was actually from Randy Flowers. 
Okay. All right. Well, hey, you know. And, and it, it was, I mean, it was, it, it, it appeared to be screenshots of a conversation between said angler and someone else. The someone else's name was not there. Okay. But it, it was, it, it was a definite, it, and there again, this is something I saw on the internet. It could or could not be, be true. This was before the announcement, the formal announcement. Okay. So I, I'm reading through this. It's an obvious dude is now they, they have a cutoff time that they can actually spend time on the water. Right. But my understanding is as soon as the schedule is set, they can't get information from anyone. So there's a difference in in cutoff period, time on the water and information. They can't get information from anybody. Right. But there is a period they can spend time on the water. Well, it, it appeared that he was trying to get information about the water, and his comment was, it's not off limits yet. It's like two days before it's off limits. Off limits as in he can still spend time on the lake. This cat was giving him some information. He was trying to get someone to meet him on the lake the next day to spend some time with him on the lake kind of deal. So the, that, That's what I was reading. Okay. All right. So going back to the rules, and again, I've got to – at some point of time, I've got to put together all these different rules and everything like that. But I know there is a no information rule in here, correct? David, do you know? And there should be. A wing of a bass. I know that, that, well, that, was their, what, that was their big thing, right? right? One of the reasons why they, with the whole. No information split. rule. Here we go. It's all the way down at number 23, okay? On this on this list, I would think this would be like number one, but and it says once a Bass Pro Tour angler learns of a BPT tournament location, the angler is prohibited from intentionally soliciting or intentionally receiving any information pertaining to tournament waters from a non-competitor for the purpose of locating or catching bass. David, go back and see when. The 2021 schedule, 2022 schedule was released by MLF, please. If any such information is unintentionally being received from a non-competitor, the Bass Pro Tour angry must politely ask the non-competitor cease from divulging the information. Once BPT angler learns of Bass Pro Tour location, anglers prohibited, which they just said the same thing over again. Intentionally soliciting is defined as deliberately asking for or in any conceivable way deliberately communicating a request for information. Intentionally receiving is defined by engaging in behavior, receive information, you know, intentionally sharing, non-competitor, any person who is not currently a BPT tour angler. Now, the elites have this as well, correct? Do they have this level of non-information? I don't know how it's written, but I, my understanding is, yes, okay. some some version of right. that, yes. Official. Now, uh, now, I don't know that we actually, if, if if someone hadn't heard of this yet and they're listening to us, this is an event, this was the first event of the year. Yes. So it was in, what was it, January? January or early February, one or the other. It was their first event. This was a while back. Sure. I think it would, may have actually been December or early January when this conversation. So DR Bowen was February 5th through the 10th in West, West Monroe, Louisiana is when their season started, February 5th through the 10th. So on, uh, schedule was announced September 1st, September 1st. So nine, one 21, the schedule was announced. That's when everybody would have found out about it. Assuming that they found out the same day we do. Right. 
Official practice and off limits, there's a there will normally be a 30-day off limits period leading up to prior to official sunrise the morning of the first day of official practice. So um, that makes sense with the timing. Correct. So you can pre-fish up to 30 days prior by yourself, not with anybody else. Um, and then within those 30 days, you're done, right? You can't until you get back for, for, for official practice. The MLF statement was their media advisory was MLF issue statement on bass on BPT stage one penalty for Sprague. Jeff Sprague forfeits his fifth place finish from stage one event on West, West Monroe, Louisiana for violating BPT rule 23A, which is what I read to you, which was if once you learn about the location, you can't intentionally receive. Um, he said he received information from a non-competitor regarding Dearbone, which violated the rule. He accepts MLS penalty for disqualification for the stage one event. Apologize for my mistake. Yada, yada. Who freaking cares? Right? You're a pro. You know better. It's not a mistake. It's not. That, that is not. He cannot, he cannot say that's a mistake. It's not a mistake. It was blatant. You can't tell me he doesn't know the rule either. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't deserve to be there because he obviously should know the rules. So according, so don't tell me it's a mistake because it's not a mistake. Ooh, I like. Sorry, okay, no, please, <laughs> please, please. Do you want to elaborate on the text messages that, that were screenshotted and shared? Do you feel those are real or those fake? I, look, I don't know if it's real or not, but the fact that 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 they have come out two days after I read that they've come out and said that they're stripping him of his winnings and placement. Tells me he broke the rules. Broke. So whether whether what I read is accurate or not doesn't really matter. Um, he broke the rule. He did. And if and, and but I'm going to assume it's some version of that. Okay, and, and some based on some other things that I've heard, which are hearsay. It's it's. I think this has been widely known for a while. My understanding is it's possible that MLF has known this since February. Why did it take six months? To enforce it. Why? I mean, you roll up to an ABT event that pays 10 grand and you ain't got your text message or you ain't got your little piece of paper or you broke a rule, shit, you're out. You're done for the, for that for that event. Why does it take six months? I know there's some investigation and shit like that that goes on. You fail a polygraph. Why, did, why does it take six months to get it out? Why? In order for these tournament trails, especially when you're looking at the highest in the highest version of what we refer to as professional tournament angling, you cannot wait on something like this. It has to be swift, as quick as possible. You know, do it because because it it, it leaves too much gray area. <laughs> so how many how many competitors or future competitors are thinking? Well, you know what, I might can get away with some stuff. Sure, you cannot. You cannot it. If it's going to be your rule, it has to be enforced every day as quickly as it can be. I, I, and if they've known it since February, they, they sat on it way too long. All right, so let me ask you this. And if I'm a competitor, if I'm if I'm one of those 80 guys that competes against him, you know, I, he cheated. I mean. He did. He did. He, he cheated against us. So if – 
if everybody else is following the rules, they've all got the same rules. If you're following the rules, the last thing you want is one guy or two guys or however many want to break the rules. You don't want to be in that situation where you're competing against anglers who are not going to uphold the rules. Cheers. These guys are supposed to meet as a group. They're supposed to they they're the ones that are supposedly creating the rules. It's an angler driven deal, right? Yeah. They've got committees, the anglers set all this up. So if you've agreed to that as a group of anglers, then it should be a big deal to you that someone decides that no, he doesn't really care. Sure. It was blatant, but don't don't tell me it was an accident. Mm-hmm. There's no way in the world he could he could explain to me it was an accident. It was a blatant just disregard for the rules. Agreed. Agreed. So it kind of makes you wonder. I mean, you know, that was the first event. How many other events has exactly, he done? Exactly. Exactly. Because we know I mean, we're almost at the end of the season now. Oh, we are. And they're just now so they got they've got two events left. Cayuga next week, Malax in September. Let me ask you this. The pressure release says he forfeited his fifth place finish, right? So what happens to the points? Thirty thousand dollars. Did he did he have to get that back? It doesn't say supposedly they're supposedly he's given his money back, but he would have to give away points as well. But does he finish last? Does he get points for last place? Mm. They pay $3,700 and something dollars for last place. Does he get that? That's a good point. I don't know. That's a good point. It says Bass Pro Tour point standings and payouts from stage one will be adjusted accordingly. So I'd love to know. I imagine if Jeff Sprague had to write a check for thirty grand right now, it's probably going to put a little dent in his bank account, I would imagine. Just saying. Just my thoughts. It it put a well, it'd be more than a dent. It'd dig me a damn hole is what it would do. But, you know, I didn't cheat either, so I don't know. But but at the same time, it, it gives the appearance to other people that he almost got away with it. Six and months for later. The chance, for the chance at $30,000 or if he had wanted $100,000, for the chance of that, some people would cheat. Oh, had he, had try he, to get that. Had he won it? To do that. Had he won it? We never have seen it. It would have never come across because God forbid you tarnish that, right? But there's David this past weekend. Yes, sir. This past weekend. Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, two teams got this first and second place got disqualified, disqualified at NASCAR, right? Like right after yes. the race, right? Yep. First time it happened in like 60 years, I think it was. Right. For the winner to be disqualified. Well, well since Talladega Nights, it, has, it hasn't happened. But, <laughs> I mean, but still. I mean, but that was like that night, the morning of, the next morning? What? Well, I mean, it was right away. Nip it in the bud. Yep. Why do we have to carry it on six freaking months to make a statement. Oh, we're almost at the end of the season, so we'll just do this, and then we'll have a tournament next week. We'll, somebody will win. We'll have lights and confetti and all the shit, and we won't go back and think about what happened in February. They tarnished this deal. Let me ask you this. Where have you seen that press release? Uh, it was on Wired to Fish. No one. Well, Wired to Fish ran it, and then um, it, it didn't come to my think- Did it come to your inbox, David? No, no, that's what I said. No. I don't think it didn't come uh, to maybe, mind. Maybe Wired Fish is the only one. And it's not on was, it's not on their website that I've seen. But you know what? It's fiction to be on Angler's Channel. Right now. Is what it's fiction to Look, be. Look, 
Well, here's ultimately the deal. Okay. If you're if you're going to create rules to try to make yourself seem more professional than anyone else, yeah, you have to be able to control those rules and make sure you're, that the anglers that are fishing are abiding by those rules. If you if you do not have the ability to control that and make sure that it's everybody's doing the right thing, then you shouldn't have it as a rule. Right. No, I agree. I agree, David. Uh. To add into that, I mean, I, I don't know if, if it was there, if maybe I, I guess I'll, I'll join CB in the uh, in the private uh, MLS lunch session next year at ICAST. It's the A-list. At ICAST next year. But I, I don't know if, 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 it, if, they're, if they're the decision to delay this, because they, I'm pretty sure they knew about this, if not right after the event, shortly after the event. But four or five months, however months it takes for them to eventually say something, was it because of Randy Flowers? Yes. And maybe that was what uh, eventually forced their hand. But so uh, the I first mean, time it, it was brought out public. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's one of those where it's like, okay, so are you trying to do damage control? Then at that point, you know, MLF has always been tooting their horn that they're the, uh, what, the fast tournament series out there. They're the best and whatever. It really makes you question their, I guess not saying that people didn't question their ethical or moral standards before, but uh, yeah, you know, it's like at this point, like, well, as an organization, as a fan of the sport, why should I really trust what the hell you guys say? Not, not, you know, not, not that they weren't blowing stuff up our bus before, but now it's like, oh, it's all garbage. It's all stuff that goes on in the toilet. Here's here's the here's the biggest potential problem with all this. And and I'll I'll reference back an angler a while back. And Chris, you probably got to remind me who he was because I can't think of his name right now. <laughs> but I think the problem is these organizations are having a hard time figuring out how they can legally mm-hmm. uh, take these rules and make these anglers abide by it, sure. which is a scary, a really scary thing. All right. Um, but who's the angler years ago fished FLW was actually had a basket and was catching with a jig? Oh God! His his co-anglers didn't even realize what no, was going on. No, they didn't. They didn't. God, what was his name? But if you remember that that story, it was happening for several tournaments. They finally caught him. So they you know they assumed something was going on. They finally caught him in the deal. But man, they just kind of brushed that thing under the carpet. Yeah. And, and I I think from what the, I could from what I heard Christensen? at the time. Tony Christensen? Uh, yes. Yep. yep. And what I remember at the time is I think they were afraid that they couldn't legally, they they had a hard, they were afraid if they pushed it too hard that, that they would lose the, the legal battle or it would be too expensive. So I think they, they kind of convinced him to agree to disappear and they just kind of swept under the carpet. None of us got the true details. Right. A lot of rumors about that. Right. But you really think about that. If that kind of stuff is still happening, then why why have rules if you if you if you're not going to and you realize you can't legally then why do you have the rule because someone's going to break them especially if they realize they can and get away with it you know i've been to a number of tournaments and i'm not going to name names you guys know because we talk about it offline I'm not going to name names but there's a reason why guys like sprague and others and I, 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 I've never seen I, – I mean, let me retract that. Statement. I've never seen Sprague in this position. I've heard, but I've not, not ever seen it in this position. But I've seen others 
that when they come off stage, they get called back to the tournament trailer and they're in a conversation with Trip or with, at the time, um, Bill um, Taylor. Yeah, Bill Taylor. And they're in, they're in conversations with tournament directors who have to make those calls, right? I've been on stage emceeing events, and the, and the TD gets called off stage to make a call on this. Why it takes so long, I don't know. That, that's what bothers me. But to think that it doesn't happen, happen, it, it does. I mean, it, it just there's, there's no way. I've heard too many stories, seen too many things. It does. I just hate that they're taking this long. It needs to be, if you're if you're a professional-level circuit, nip it in the bud right away and move on. I do find it interesting, though, David, that that never hit our inboxes. Of all the shit we get from people, that never came across our inbox as a media advisory. Unless, of course, they've banned – they won't ban you. They banned me from the email list. I don't know. They, they probably unsubscribed me and didn't tell me. So – I, I did wait. I, I figured they were they want to be the ones to be the first to break the news. I think MLF actually published something first, but um, I, I thought we would eventually get it later at some point. You know, maybe some condensed version of it. But I have not seen it hit my uh, email box at all. No. And what's interesting about it is, is I saw it. It popped up in another deal for me. I want to say over the weekend. And I'm going back and, and looking at it um, to see when it when it's up. And of course, now I can't find it anywhere else. But I know I saw it uh, on another. It's probably in news here, but I know I saw it in another deal. And um, and it's not. I mean, it's not not a good thing by any stretch of the imagination. So, well, you know, and it's one thing for us to talk about it, but I, what if you're one of the competitors that he actually you know, took money from. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're about to show up to another event. What curious, what, you know, the thoughts are of those other anglers, you know, what, what's going to happen at this next event, which my understanding is a lot of these guys, I think have known this or known that it potentially happened for a while. So maybe this isn't fresh on them. Maybe this is something they've already somewhat dealt with mentally, but you, you, you can't, I mean, there's got to be a large group of these 80 guys that 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 really that's really bothered by this. Sure, and and they should be because they it's, have to be. It, it it has questioned the integrity of the entire group. Yep. So, I'm I'd be kind of curious to see what the you know what the temperature is of these guys as they show up on the water. And so let's do this. To fish or hang, hang around, you know, you know where they're staying at the houses or hotels or whatever i mean you know what's, oh dude i've heard all kinds of stories you know i know you have too about you know so and so is gonna rent a house from a, a buddy or whatever and while it's not you can't get information per se but you walk into a you know an airbnb that, on the lake and there's a that, list of that's not what i was I know. that's really not that's not where i was going with that but there's but there that's that stuff happens I, i'm just thinking is someone going to confront him you know when they see him at the next event. Oh yeah. You know, what what is that gonna be like? Who uh who's what's his uh he might have to keep his head on a swivel. Whose team's he on in this deal? Do we know? Oh, Randall Tharp and Cliff Crochet. Well psh. I mean Crochet makes somebody disappear. Tharp will just beat him up. So I mean, but um yeah, he he's a captain. 
All this shit goes down and they know about it, but yet he's still in prime position for a lot of stuff. So very, very interesting. Um, yeah. Top top 27 in points were captains. So I wonder how oh, okay. uh, changing points in event number one would change mm. that. Mm. That'd be interesting. I might put somebody else in you. So which, which tells you, because which tells you they had no no plans of this ruling when they did those picks. No, they walked away from it, Does didn't he, say a word about it, and didn't even think about it, and said, hey, you don't say nothing, we're not going to say nothing. And then next thing you know is Randy Flowers outs it. And uh, now we don't, you know, call Randy a credible source, but obviously Randy puts it out on the 25th, two days ago, and all of a sudden on the 26th, it pops up like, oh, now we got to say something about it, right? Just find it interesting. And yes, I know everybody does it, but still, it's interesting. If you want to read the media advisory, you can go to uh, anglerchannel.com to check it out. I'm going to do this. 901-493-0437. If you have a comment on this, please shoot us a text. Let me know. I'll keep your name private if you want me to. If you are a BPT pro and you're listening to this and you got a point to make, you can text That's who's most effective. Exactly. Exactly. And you've got a point to make on this. I'll keep your name anonymous. I'll keep it between you and I. Um, you send me a text. You call me. I'll answer the phone. We'll talk about it. I'll write down your, your comment or your statement, and we'll talk about it on next week's show. If, if, we get, you know, if we get information, I will not divulge anybody's identity whatsoever unless you say, I'm fine with it. Talk about it. Right? Inquiry minds 10-901-493-0437. All right, KG, what did you learn this week? Man, I, I so t- much I you, you can't even all, figure it out. We, we've discussed most of what I've learned already. Okay. But between ICAST and this last deal we just got off of, which fired you up. It kind of did. Okay, good. It's good to see. But you know, I, I just I, man, I imagine if I'm a competitor, and, and it's it's not a it's this is not one of those deals where you debate the stinking rule whether it should or should not be not there. debating. That the rule. is irrelevant. It it is the rule. The anglers created the rules for themselves. They all know it. You have to play by the same rules. And when when somebody is trying to gain an advantage over the rest by not following the rules, that's a serious problem. Agree. Agree. One hundred percent. One hundred. So I, if if I'm one of the eighty, then in my opinion, he stole from me. If I'm one of the eighty, he, I'm pissed. He, I'm beyond. You know what pissed. I think about a thief. Yep. I'm beyond pissed. And if I'm if I'm supposed to be room with just break at Cayuga, you can scrap that. I'm going somewhere else, right? Or I'm getting my money up front. One of the two, because uh, he's thirty thousand light right now. If you know, or at least he should be. So or 2027, 20, maybe he probably still get the 3700 or whatever it is. I, I really want to know where he ended up on that. I might have to go back and, and do points now. You can make me freaking work now. Where's Preston when I need? I, I checked, I checked last night and he's still showing his fifth place. Yeah, so they haven't made the adjustment yet. No, they haven't. All right, Devin, what have you learned this week? Uh, I'll get off that, that the the cheating horse, I guess, in a way. I guess we'll. We'll go back to the other topic of today, which is I good. There, there, speaking of cheating, I mean, it was a week of cheating. I mean, last night I oh, saw yeah. a post of a of a high school angler who's cheating. Yes, 
Yes, I did see that too. With laundry baskets, I believe. Starts, or something? I forget what yes, it was. Yeah. It starts early. It starts young. Yeah, it really does. It's a shame. It's a shame. Oh, it's, it ruins it for all of us. I, it, it really does. Yeah. And it ruin it, it does. It, it is absolutely freaking ridiculous. I'm beyond pissed at a lot Sorry, of stuff. Sorry, David, I interrupted. Oh no. So. Well, I promise I, I didn't cheat <laughs> at Beanville. <laughs> well. But but uh, well, just to, well, if you did, we don't have video evidence. Exactly, anyway. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> All right. But uh, this may sound a bit cheesy, but I guess just kind of go back to the whole iCast thing. Um, you know, I, I, I this is my second year of. Uh, well, I'm small anyway, so I'm always going to be in CB shadow. I guess you could say for more or less. But just Jesus, to see what CB. This guy busts his ass off each year to like uh you know with what he's trying to do and uh trying to help make our partners uh partners of english channel to, to uh you know make them believe in what we do and you know and for him to let me come along and you talked about me being on this i don't know special a-list or the you know the cult of ken whatever you want to call it but um opportunities like that or for people to supposedly say that i'm a semi-decent person that's all thanks to CB gave me an opportunity. So, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm just really grateful for what CB allows me to do and for just allowing me to tell you. So thanks, CB. Like I didn't do, I didn't, I didn't do <laughs> nothing but get on this stupid show and say I'm an intern and you worked your way up into a job and, uh, and busted your ass to do, uh, to do what you do. And uh, very proud to call both of y'all friends, but very thankful for what you both do for, for English Channel and you busting your butt last week, brother, that was uh, that was good stuff. And KG, thanks for keeping us in check while we were uh, while we were out there. So we really appreciate that for the most part. At least I'm, I'm I did. I'm not sure about David. He he probably got a little off. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say this real quick, and then and then we'll get off of it because you know we we saw a lot of guys last week because now they open up iCast on Friday to high school and college anglers, I guess. But we did see a lot of kids. Walking around the show last week, and a lot of high school and college kids throughout. And um, I'm going to go back to a July 19th post from Chris Aldan. I know a lot of you guys saw it. I thought it was really good. Um, talking about, we heard this from a lot of guys who made a 20 hour drive from New York to Florida to be there for that show. And, you know, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of folks, you're probably thinking, why do they need to be there? I mean, Ponick left his six week old little girl and his, and his wife at home or back in, in New York while he came down and, and worked that show for two days. And Zaldane puts it puts it right. He said, um, um, bottom line is you can't do this job without sponsors. So you work your butt off for them. And a little tip for aspiring pros sprinkled around the ICAST floor, don't introduce yourself. Make them want to introduce themselves to you. Stand out, work hard, find a way. Fishing is only half of it. Remember that. Fishing is only half of that. And cheating, in my opinion, does has zero place in this sport whatsoever. I mean, I'm sitting here on a Tuesday, Wednesday night talking on a fishing podcast, right? I could be digging ditches or doing a lot of different things. I've been very blessed to do what I do. We all have. You as a fisherman, you're very blessed to do what you do and spend time on the water. And um, don't let guys like that who cheat and get away with it. Don't let guys, you know, do that. And if you are one of them, stop that shit. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing about it, tired of seeing it. And um, if you're a tournament organization or a tournament director or whatever, 
Do the right thing. Nip it in the bud right away. We work with terminators all the time, KG. We see it, and we hear it. And when a TD steps up and says, this is the way it's going to be, we're going to enforce this rule, we're going to enforce this dead weight penalty, we're going to enforce this or that, it leaves an impression and it leaves a mark on that trail, right? And this has done nothing. Y'all think I'm an MLF hater? I'm not, right? I'm pro-fishing is what I am and uh, pro the sport of fishing. You think I'll have problems with bass? I've got a laundry list of shit as long as my leg on bass right now, right? So I've got issues with all of them, NPFL, bass, FLW, MLF, whatever you want to call them. I've got issues with them, right? As you with anglers should too if this kind of stuff is happening. So keep that in mind. Um, you know, play your cards right. It's all going to work out. It's all going to come to play. But uh, for organizations or whatnot, nip this crap in the bud quick if you're not capable of doing that you know by holding your rules up instantly then don't have it as a rule exactly exactly don't put yourself in that position and then when your rules are so bad then you won't you won't be a tournament organization anymore so yeah yeah exactly so guys with that 901-493-0437 would love some information would love to know your thoughts love to know your opinions Exxon Hotline brought to you by Trickstep. For that, we're going to get out of here, get you guys back on the water, back out there enjoying life outside of uh, all this heat. Um, if you've gotten this far, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show. I saw the finger. Yes, sir. I was going to wait till you're done because I was going to say uh, make sure you uh, use the code ACVIC25 to save 25% on the 100% fishes fluorocarbon that applies, I believe, to both the filler and the bulk spool. So, and where, good deal and where can I use that code? At getvicious.com. I can't use it at angleshannel.com. I got to go to getvicious.com. We've really got to work on this, 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 this back and forth here, David. We're, we, we were so good <laughs> last week. Now we're just out of sync. It would be an excellent time to stock up online. Though. Excellent time to do that. So, GetVicious.com, ACVIC25, 25% off all the Vicious 100% fluorocarbon in the green box. Sign up, go online, get it now, and let them know we sent you. Guys, thanks for all you do. Folks, thanks for listening. You guys have a great weekend, weekend, and we will see y'all next week. KG? Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trickstep. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.